and say, God, let me shine this month. Let your glory be made manifest in my life. It is my month of glory. Let your glory radiate in my life. Let me show forth your glory and your praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, we worship you. Let this month be our month of glory, our month of shining, our month of manifestation of your glory. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. And the church said the loudest, Amen. Amen. Please be seated. God bless you. Let me greet at least three of your neighbor. At least three, greet them. Say, you are welcome to church. God bless you. We appreciate you. Hallelujah. Amen. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 says, Arise and shine for the glory of the Lord has come upon you. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, the glory of the Lord is upon me. The glory of the Lord has come upon me. It is my turn to shine. I'm going to reign. I will have dominion. I will shine in the name of Jesus. Say amen one powerful time. Okay, let me touch your neighbors. They can't see the glory. I am shining already. The glory of the Lord is over me. And I will shine forever. In the name of Jesus. I have told you what glory represents in the three nights of glory. I say, number one, glory represents greatness. In other words, you are not small. And I pray you will not be small in Jesus' name. You will be great. And no matter how great you are, your children will be greater than you. Amen. Are you saying amen very well? Amen. Say, I know I'm great. Because of the greatness of Jesus. I refuse to be small. My children will be greater than me. In the name of Jesus. Number one, glory represents greatness. When we are talking about glory, we are talking about influence. We are talking about greatness. And I say, accept responsibility for your greatness. Stop blaming your past. Stop saying it's because my mother did not do this, my father did not do this. I was born in the month of October or something. Stop blaming yourself. Accept responsibility for your greatness and pray to God and you'll be great in life in Jesus' name. Number two, I said glory represents dominion. It represents dominion. Glory represents what? Dominion. Reigning and ruling. Glory represents dominion. He says, sin shall not have dominion over you. For you are not under the law, you are under grace. Say with me, I will have dominion. I will dominate in the name of Jesus. And that's taken from Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Let them have dominion over everything that moves on the face of the earth. Let them have dominion. So cockroach should not scare you. Rats should not scare you. Snakes should not scare you. Nothing that is moving on the surface of the earth. Creeping animal should dominate you. You should dominate you dominate even your dreams. Not that I dreamt bad and I'm running up and down. You don't need to run up and down. Dominate. This is not my portion. I tear it. This is what I want. And you have whatever you want in Jesus' name. Men of dominion, they rule. You are going to rule this month in Jesus' name. And number three that I talk, talk about, about uh, glory is reigning in life. Kingship. 
Anointing for kingship. Anointing for to be the head and not the tail. Being above only and not beneath. And I pray you will never be beneath in Jesus' name. You are going to be on top in life in the name of Jesus. The Lord will raise you high, far, far above your enemies in the name of Jesus. You will never become a slave to your enemies in Jesus' name. And when we came for workers' meeting, for some of you that are not here, I asked the workers that were present through the night of glory to tell us what they have gained. And the people said so many things, point of glory, what they have gained. And one of them said, I said, glory is also having provision throughout life. Provision. I said, Joseph said, I'm going to save you by great deliverance. And great deliverance can be provision. You are not borrowing. You are not living in lack. If for any reason you are in debt, this month, the Lord will help you to pay it up. This year, you are going to live far above debt. You will have more than enough in the name of Jesus. Say amen loud and clear. You know, I was just thinking, I said, why should somebody be in debt? I know I've seen my member that will tell me that, Daddy, stop saying we cannot be in debt. What about what we have is not enough? I said, then leave your size because you know your tomorrow will be better than today. It does not matter what Praise God. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just about season. It's about season. You may be drinking gari and kuli kuli now. Tomorrow you are going to chew chicken. Fry chicken with gari in a stylish way. Just because you like gari, just say, I want to say chew chicken. The Lord will do it for you in Jesus' name. So don't impress anybody because we are not in competition with anybody. You are in your own lane. Stop competing. Your time is coming. And when your time comes, nobody will be able to cover your glory. You will shine in Jesus' name. Say, righteous man, amen. amen. I just want you to enjoy your life and reign because this is the month of glory. And the glory of the Lord shall be seen upon you in Jesus' name. So to live in glory, I'm going to talk about three things. Manifestation of glory. I said number one, you have to live a victorious life. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord deliver him out of them all. It does not matter what you are going through now. Before the end of this month, you are going to sing a song of victory. The mighty name of Jesus Christ. We are born to enjoy victory. First John chapter 5, verse 4. First John chapter 5, verse 4. Put on first John chapter 5, verse 4. There are so many things that talk about reigning glory. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Whatever is born of God, get victory. So what you are going through will lead to victory. You are going to overcome. You will sing a song of victory in the mighty name of Jesus. Because we are born of God, we are special. We are destined to live a victorious life over circumstances of this life. We are destined to give testimony at all times. So, no matter what may be happening to us, we may be done temporarily, but my enemy don't rejoice because I will rise again. Seven times the righteous will fall. Seven times he will rise again. Because the Lord upholded him. Have you not heard? Have you not read? In first place, 2 verse 9. 
He said, you are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. You have been called out of darkness to show forth his praise. No pity. You are, you are called out of darkness so that you manifest praise. You show forth praise. You are always having a reason to thank God because you are born of God to enjoy victory. No matter what the enemy is planning, the enemy is doomed to fail. Because you are a child that is born for victory. And you are going to live in victory in the name of Jesus. Romans chapter 8 verse 37. Romans chapter 8 verse 37. Because he loves us, we are more than conqueror. The one that is more than conqueror is the one that is victorious at all time. God has helped you in January, February, March, April, May. This June, he will help you again. The enemy is planning to mock you, but God will shame your enemy. You will live a victorious life. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conqueror. Somebody that is more than conqueror is somebody that God is fighting for. That was a perception of Joseph when he faced Goliath. He said, don't worry. The same God that has helped me against the lion and the bear will help me again. This Goliath will fall because he has despised the name of the Lord. He said, you come up against me with, with weapon, with gun, with cutlasses, with arrow. But I come against you the name of the Lord of Israel that you have defied. Today, the Lord will kill you and give you to my hand. And he fire a stone with a catapult. Can you imagine a stone with human being? In fact, when the man saw the robber and the stone, he said, am I a dog? He said, you are smaller than a dog. Smaller than a dog. No matter what you are facing today, it does not matter how tall, how great they will fall before you. Because you are destined for victory. That's the life of a conqueror. And because he's more than a conqueror, he uses an ordinary stone to kill a giant. That is not ordinary. God was fighting for him. The Bible says the stone penetrated into his skull and entered. And the man collapsed and died. That is the hand of God. When you are reigning in life, you live a victorious life. I love Luke chapter 21, verse 13. He said, don't worry when you are taken into the chief priest or somebody is accusing you. He said, at the same time, it shall turn for you for a testimony. And it shall turn to you for a testimony. Turn to your neighbor. Say, what you are going through now? We turn for a testimony. You will come back and share your testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus. The story will turn for a testimony. Because you are destined to live a victorious life. The Bible says you are more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. You are more. Look at it in Exodus chapter 14 verse 5. Exodus chapter 14 verse 7. Exodus chapter 14 verse 9 and 10. Exodus chapter 14 verse 13. Exodus chapter 14 verse 23. Exodus chapter 14 verse 30. And Exodus chapter 15 verse 1. Look at this story. The Bible says Pharaoh changed his mind and said, why should our slave go? Let's pursue them and kill them. And he chose five, six hundred army. Horsemen to pursue the people of God. Six hundred. He said battle for battle, sword for sword. He said that we force them to return back to slavery or we kill them all in the wilderness. You know, it was so brutal and they pursued them. 
And the Bible says, when the children of Israel saw them, they were afraid. And they said to Moses, we told you, let us die in Egypt as a slave. Then for you to attempt our deliverance, our deliverance now means that, is there no grave in Egypt that you have led us out? Promising us a land of flow with big canony. And the Bible says, they cried to the Lord. And in verse 13, Moses said, the Egyptians that you are seeing today, you will see them no more forever. Somebody say, no more forever. I can't hear you. Say, no more forever. Say, no more forever. Whatever battle you are facing right now, you will see them no more forever. And look at the story. The Lord sent the water to come back to his strength to swallow the enemy. The same water that gave way for the people of God swallowed the enemy. And the Bible said the next day they saw the Egyptian army and their horses dead on the surface of the water. Can you see what God can do? And in Exodus chapter 15 verse 1, put it there. The Lord gave them a song of victory. This month, the Lord will give you a song of victory. You are going to sing genuinely to the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say amen three times. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord. And spake saying, I will sing unto the Lord. For he had triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he had thrown into the sea. I will sing unto the Lord. This month you will sing unto the Lord. Tell your neighbor, say, I will sing unto the Lord. I don't care what the enemy is planning. But this month, I'm going to sing unto the Lord. I will sing a song of victory. In the mighty name of Jesus. I will sing unto the Lord. In the name of Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. Thanks be to the Lord that always causes us to triumph. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Let's read 1 Corinthians 15, 57 first. Okay, or 2 Corinthians 2, 14. Thanks be to God who always causes us to enjoy victory in Christ. This month, you are going to give thanks to the Lord. I say you are going to give thanks to the Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Thanks be to the Lord which always causes us to try on. Now thanks be unto God which always, somebody shout always. I can't hear you. Say it again. Say always. In the month of June, always I will always have victory. Somebody is not talking. Always. Always. Say always. Say always. God causes us to triumph in Christ and make it manifest the savour of his knowledge by us in every place we carry testimony because god causes us to have victory at all times not at one time at all times always in the morning this month you will have victory in the afternoon you have victory in the middle you have victory at the end you have victory come and shout hallelujah psalm 25 verse 2 and i'll move to the next one Psalm 25 verse 2 was, I love David because David always prayed to the Lord. Look at Psalm 25 verse 2. He prayed. Psalm 25 verse 2. Oh my God, I trust in you. Let not me, let me not be ashamed. 
let not my enemy can you pray that prayer say father i trust in you don't let me be ashamed and don't let not my enemy triumph over me don't let the enemy win battle over my life are you praying at all oh my god i trust in thee let me not be ashamed let not my enemy rejoice over me or triumph over me say amen three times so what causes you to reign you live a victorious life at all time and when you are going through battle you are going to say he's going to turn for a testimony and we have victory over this also that was the mentality of david lion came i fought him i won bear came i fought and won this goliath i will fight him and i'm going to win again and thanks be to god which always causes us to triumph always in christ jesus always giving us victory and this month will not be different this month you have victory you live a victorious life you will sing a song of victory you will share testimony throughout this month you'll be happy are you saying amen very well i prophesy this morning victory is yours in all battles of life victory is yours in the mighty name of jesus whatever it is that we are processing it will turn for a testimony number one way to manifest his glory is to live a victorious life number two way to manifest his glory is to live in the inheritance of christ first peter chapter 3 verse 9 the bible says we have been called to inherit a blessing god has not called you to labor and labor without inheritance the bible says a good man live an inheritance for his children and his children's children somebody say it's more than that oh. you are called into the kingdom at a time like this so that you will have an inheritance with Christ I see a lot of people that God has given inheritance that are still suffering Galatians chapter 4 verse 1 and 2 and here as long as a child he remains a foolish person he becomes a slave even though it's a lot of all things if you don't know how to enjoy your inheritance you will suffer Oh my. Look at it. Now, not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrawise blessing. Contrawise blessing. Knowing that you are called, that you should inherit a blessing. You have been called to inherit blessing. I told somebody this week, I said, you are suffering. And your parents, especially your mother, she has labor for you to enjoy. Relax. You are not here because of your strength. I told her, I said, you are not here because of your strength. There are so many things you don't know. You are just enjoying the platform that your parents have created. Relax. Relax. So many of you have work mentality. You don't have inheritance mentality that God has labored for you to enjoy. If you know how much God has done for you before you came here, you'll be relaxed. The Bible says, he gave us all things to enjoy. Not giving back evil for evil. On the contrary, blessing. Knowing fully well that you are born again to enjoy an inheritance. You are born again to enjoy inheritance. What Christ has labored for. 
God has opened it for you. That's what Christianity is all about. Christianity is not about your labor. It's not about your doing. It's about what Christ has done. This morning, as I was just preparing, I saw a video clip of a particular church. Maybe some of you have seen it. That was not roofed. That church was not roofed. And it started raining. They have put plank. And they don't have the iron sheets to cover. And it started raining. So they used one tapoli to cover the speaker. One the engine. They use nylon bag bread to cover the head of the microphone. And they start singing. People that were there, including the pastor, they were praising God. Praising God. Praising God and dancing. In the rain. I was saying, ah, is it raining somewhere in Lagos like this? They were singing. One man was passing in his car. He parked his car. And he joined them in the rain. And he started dancing. So after they danced for about 15 minutes, the pastor took the mic and said, an angel walked into our midst to dance with us. The angel parked his car. And he started dancing with us. If you see the ground, it's full of mud water. Everywhere. He said, he started dancing with us. And then they started dancing with us when we were here. They say, he said, that angel is that man. That man walking while we were dancing in the rain, in the mud. If you see the man's shoe, dirty. He said, please come. Why do you join? He said, I was just passing. And I said, why can these people be happy like this? Inside the rain. And something told me that I should join them. And dance. He said, I'm a pastor. But you know, I love people that love God to dance inside rain like this. And I look at the roof. And I said, probably they are dancing like this without roof because they don't have money. He said, and I will give one million naira now for you to roof the church. Just start worshiping. Tell me, which labor did they do? Which labor did they do? And they say, ha, ha. And the man enter back to his car. Give them the check and left. There are some things you can never work for all your life that Christ has done for you. He said, because you belong to Christ and you are dancing in the rain, you are my brother, you are my sister. I'm going to support this place. And he supported them. Some of us don't know that belonging to Christ is an opportunity to enjoy the inheritance of God. We are still laboring and laboring and laboring and laboring. Never expecting favor, never imagining help. All that you think all the time is that oh, everything I must do must be by myself. Joshua chapter 1, verse 6. He said, Be strong, be courageous. You are the one that will divide inheritance for his people. Not that the one that you take them to slave trade. Not that the one that will help them to work hard. Not that the, you are the one to divide inheritance. I'm sending them to a place where they will enjoy inheritance. Be strong and of good courage. For unto these people shall thou divide for inheritance the land which I have given to their fathers. Number chapter 14 verse 8. He said, don't let us be afraid. If the Lord de- delight in us, he will give us the land as our inheritance. He will give us the land. As an Whatever you want God to give you, may the Lord give you as an inheritance. Okay, you are looking for a job. May the Lord give you a job as an inheritance. You are looking for a baby. May the Lord give you a baby as an inheritance. You are looking for a house. May the Lord give you a house as an inheritance. 
we are called to inherit his blessing. A shining man, a man that is living in glory, is a man that is living in the inheritance of Christ. Psalm chapter 16, verse 5 and 6. Talking about inheritance here, look at what he says. I know you have quoted 6 several times, but look at 5. Psalm chapter 16, verses 5. Psalm chapter 16, not 6. Psalm chapter 16, verse 5. The Lord is the portion of my inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my lot. Whatever I have sent your inheritance, the Lord will keep it for you. If somebody say amen, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. The Lord is my heritage and the wine of my cup. You are the supporter of my right. That's how he stood this easy. In other words, what belongs to you? That's why they say, Kato belong to me, Elohim will lick below. What belongs to you? The enemy will not carry it away. Can somebody say amen rather than clear? I pray for you this morning. Your inheritance in Christ is protected. You will enjoy it to the fullest. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The Lord is the portion of my inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my Lord. Now look at verse 6 that you normally read. Put on verse 6. Look at what verse 6 says. Put on verse 6. Put it there. The lines are falling unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly how? Most of you don't understand this. What he's saying is that when they were dividing inheritance, what, gave, what God gave me is the best for me. I don't have any reason to complain. The place that God has given me an inheritance is the best place. I don't know whether I'm speaking grammar. Is that I'm saying to you that when God was looking for a wife for me, he gave me the best woman. That's, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm preaching Bible here. So that you, you don't have any regrets in life. You say, ah, God, oh, there, finu, tinu, tinu, officer, no for me. Give me the best of the best. And I'll say, when God wants to give me children, he gave me the best, the choicest. That's what he say. When God was looking for the gift to give me, he gave me the best gift. That's what he's saying. The lines are falling unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly. In other words, my inheritance is good. My portion is blessed. My portion is blessed. I don't carry bad luck. That's what he saying. When you live in his inheritance, you reign in life. People will ask you, how are you doing? You say, I don't know. I just came to this land. I just chose this job. I just said I should do it this way. But I know somebody must have been here before me. Somebody did this thing for me. Somebody worked on my behalf. Somebody created an inheritance for me. When you live in Christ's inheritance, you reign in glory. You reign in glory. You reign in glory. Proverbs 8.21 The Lord said, I have inheritance for people that love me, that serve me. I give substance to them. You can't be serving God and God has nothing to give you. 
that I may cause those people that love me to inherit substance. I will fill their treasure. He was talking about Jesus, the author of wisdom in Proverbs chapter 8. Anyone that loves me, I give them inheritance, substantial inheritance. You are not serving God to be an orphan. God has something for you. I've told you before that there was a man that loved David. Abs Absalom. Is he Absalom? Love, love David. Jonathan, love David so much and make an agreement that you are going to become king though, but when I die, my generation after, you are going to show them love. And even when Jonathan was dead, David was still thinking, is there anybody in the house of Saul or Jonathan that I may show kindness to him? And they said, there is one boy, but he's lame, he's ugly, he's not good. say, go and bring him from Lodebar. And they brought him. And he said, don't worry. What I will do for you, I will do it for you because of your father. Enjoy restoration. Sit at my table continually. He said, because of your father, Jonathan. And the boy said, I am not even better than a dead dog. No, no, my life is worse than a dog that is dead. But yet, David said, it doesn't matter. What matter is that? He shed over Jensen and the country is share Whatever you enjoy this month, the Lord will work for you. Before you get there, the Lord will finish the work. This month, the Lord will perfect all that concerns you. You will enjoy your inheritance. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will enjoy your inheritance. Quickly, let me give you a warning. Don't trouble the house of God so that you can enjoy your inheritance. God showed me this scripture a long time ago and I've been telling people and I'm, I need to warn you. Anyone that speaks against God's house will inherit a wind. It's not me that says it or it's the Bible that says it. So be humble because this is your father's house. The church of God. Another church is your father's house. You can't throw stone at your father's house. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 29. He that troubled his own house shall inherit wind. You are a member of God's kingdom, so you can't speak against it. He that troubled his own house shall inherit the wind, and the fool shall be the servant to the wise of heart. In other words, a fool will be better than you. Don't speak against your father's house. Because it's the one that is apportioning inheritance for you. Don't say, I don't even know what God is saying. Or I don't know what God is doing. If somebody is speaking against the church, don't join them. Most people like that don't inherit anything in God's house. It's your father's house. And he has you in his will. And he's going to bless you wonderfully in Jesus' name. Isaiah 54 verse 1 to 3. And we read Acts chapter 20 verse 32. Talking about how to enjoy inheritance. Isaiah 54, verse 1 to 3. Isaiah 54, verse 1 to 3. Quickly. Isaiah 54, verse 1 to 3. Good. Sing, O barren, thou that did not bear. Breathe forth into singing and cry aloud, thou that did not travel with child. For more, the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife. See the Lord. Verse 2. Enlarge the place of thy tent and let them stretch forth the curtains of their habitation. Spear not. Lengthen the cord and strengthen thy stakes. Why? Look at what he says. For thou shalt breathe forth on the right hand. Say amen. amen. 
and on the left thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles I can't hear amen and make the desolate city to be inhabited what make you expand you know inhabit places and enjoy prosperity is because you possess and inherit the Gentiles you possess your possession and one of your possession is divine inheritance and this month of glory the Lord will give you your inheritance in Jesus name you'll be at the right place at the right time the Lord will cause you to inherit glory in the mighty name of Jesus in the place of your service the Lord will bless you he will promote you you will not be put to shame but you enjoy wonderful opportunities are you saying amen very well Turn to your neighbor, it's my turn to shine. I live in his inheritance. Acts chapter 20, verse 32. Acts chapter 20, verse 32. Put on Acts chapter 20, verse 32. Look at what he says. Now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them that are what? Sanctified. God is able to give you your heritage among all the saints. Look at what he says. And now I give you unto the care of God's word and the word of his grace, which is able to make you strong and to give you your heritage among all the saints. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, I have inheritance among all the saints. I will enjoy my inheritance. I'll be blessed divinely in the mighty name of Jesus. This is the story of anyone that is blessed in Christ. Their blessing is traceable to God. Unexplainable. I don't know how God gave me this thing. This one came from heaven. It was an idea from heaven. It was a vision from heaven. It was a dream from heaven. It was a prophecy from heaven. It was a leading from heaven. An inheritance from God has no link to your background. Has no link to your background. I've told you before. I am what I am purely by God's grace. A young boy that had just been posted to Bauchi was in ATBU with two friends. And a man saw me from afar. I said, I love you. The dead university librarian said, I love you. And I will employ you. I have no connection there. In fact, my father at home do not have connection. My parents, my mother, they don't have connection at all. There is nobody that I know that can connect me. And he said, I love you. First day, I love you. And I will employ you. It was an inheritance for me in Christ. And I will go to his office. And hit granites. And we chat. And when I was going, he wrote a letter for me. This is my brother. Employ him. From Oguma, from Odiumu. But he loved me. And he linked me up. And with his letter, they asked me to apply. And three days' time, I got a job. It's an inheritance. I didn't work for it. My brother did not work for it. My father did not work for it. God connected me. God is able to give all his children their heritage in Christ. Your heritage this month is favor. Wherever you go, enjoy favor. Because you are worth for it, they just like you. It's your inheritance. It's your inheritance. I can give you testimony upon testimony 
are but strangers. Strangers. Helping me. Strangers. People that I don't even know. I've worked for. You read it in John chapter 4, verse 36 to 38. I have worked for you so that you can go into the office. Other people labor and you have entered. Not that you labor it. You enter what? First day I show my wife this. I say, ah, this is too good though. Mason church, I say, Mason, God show me, I will say it. He that repent, receive wages, and gather fruit unto the life eternal, that both he that sow it and he that repent may rejoice together. First, that seven, that eight. Put it there. We are going to that eight. Quick, quick, quick. Okay, and here is the saying true. One sow it, another repent. Look at it, verse 38. I sent you to reap. That way on you bestowed no labor. Somebody say no labor. That's inheritance. I sent you to reap blessing where you bestow no labor and you have entered into their labor. This month, God will work for you. While you are sleeping, it will work for you. While you are thinking, it will go ahead of you and work for you. Will work for you. God knows how to work for his own. I told you that I enter an office and the man said, don't say anything. You are pastor, don't say anything. They have told me a lot about you. See that. I'm in this office to help you. I will use everything to help you. What do you want? And the man really helped me. The man helped me. He helped me. Say, I know what you need. I know what you want. I know what will help you. I will do it for you. And he has not stopped. That's the truth. Even, even the man that licked me up is, is too surprised. It's too surprised. Why will he do all that for you? I said, ah, but you are the one that... Go back to him. He will help you. He said, I'm just begging you. He said, go back to him. He will help you. This month, God will help you. You will enjoy favor as an inheritance. In the name of Jesus. Three ways to reign with Christ. Number one is what? Live a victorious life. And pray to God. God, don't let me be ashamed. Don't let my enemy triumph over me. Let me always have victory in life. When you are going out in the morning, pray the prayer of the psalmist. Lord, don't let my enemy triumph over me. I want you, Mobitimon, Lord, don't let them mock me. Let this month be good for me. Let it be month, month of testimony. And to be for you in Jesus' name. And number two is to live in his inheritance. Number three is to live in the love of Christ. Live in the love of Christ. Romans chapter 8, verse 35. What shall I separate us from the love that God has for us? It is the love of Christ that helps you to enjoy glory. Live in the love of Christ. First John chapter 4, verse 16. We have known, we have believed. The love God has for us. God has love for me. And I will enjoy his love in Jesus' name. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 7 to 8, verse 13. The Lord shall love you above all people and he shall bless you. Live in the consciousness of his love. Anytime you are looking at the history of your life, don't look for sin. Look for his love. <laughs> I 
Are you hearing me now? Look for what? I, go, I want to see your love in the history of my chest. I want to see your love in the history of my life. I want to see your love in my mirror. When I look at myself in the mirror, I want to see your love right in my eyes. Look for the love of God and live in the consciousness of his love. Because that is the only thing that will allow you to reign. Romans chapter 10 verse 15. Romans chapter 10 verse 15. Love can bring restoration. Ruth chapter 4 verse 15. Your daughter-in-law that love you has given you a son that will be a restorer for you in your old age. That's what love does. When there is love, restoration, glory coming. Without love, there is no glory. Hallelujah. And let me also tell you that the Lord loves you because you love him. You know, a lot of people say, eh, are we sure that God loves us? Let me tell you something. God will not love somebody that is smoking cigarettes more than somebody that is carrying Bible. God loves you more than an unbeliever. He loves you more than somebody that is not calling his name. You are special to him. God is not unrighteous. How do I know it? Proverbs chapter 8 verse 17. I love them that love me. I love that. I say thank you. They am covered in his love. Nobody should approach you in the church and begin to prophesy evil to you. God say, I love them that love me. And those that seek me will find me. I love them that love me. Don't you never say, God love me. I know because he loved those that love him. And I love God. God love me. There is no doubt about it. I believe that God loves me. Mommy read Lamentation chapter 3 verse 22 to 23. He said, God will forever be loving. He will be kind to those who will be kind to. He will always love again and again. People that hope on him, that love him, he said, God will love them back. He will love them. He will love them. So this man, God will love you. Turn to your name and say, God will love me this man. He will show me special love. I will not be abandoned. He will love me. I will enjoy his love. I will walk in his love. I will be favored in the mighty name of Jesus. Better is the love of God than the sawama of Satan. Is it sawama or sabana? What they call it? Eh? Sawama. Better to eat Gary with the love of Christ than to eat sawama with Satan. Better is I would rather be happy in his love than for me to enjoy the pleasure of sin. When you live in his love, you enjoy his glory. The love of Christ will radiate upon you. I don't care what you are going to give me. I will prefer to live in the love of God. The Bible says better to eat dinner with love than for you to eat beautiful food with hatred. Is in the Bible proverb. Proverbs 15, 17. Better. Better to live in love than to eat food with hatred. The love of Christ is more than good. When the love of Christ has consumed you and you are finding this love, nothing can distract you. Nothing can distract you. Isaiah chapter 4, 43, verse 4. Maybe I read, maybe two more. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 4. And Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6. Okay, how many shall I read? Colossians 3. 
l'audience 3, 3, l'audience 3, 3 words, 18 and 19, l'audience 3, 18 and 19. Where, well, maybe we read 3. Since thou was precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable. Say I'm precious. So I am honorable. I will enjoy glory. I have loved thee. Somebody say amen. amen. Therefore, I will give men for thee and people for thy life. You will not die by mistake. Amen. Come on. You are precious to God. When God loves you, you enjoy preservation naturally. The glory of the Lord shine upon you. Jesus came to where Mary and Martha were crying. In John eleven thirty five, do you know what Jesus did? Jesus wept and fast thirty six. They say, "See how much he loved him. See how much he loved him." Because for for Jesus, the life of Lazarus, the life of that family, is precious. Jesus knew that he was going to wake up Lazarus, but Jesus still wept. The Bible says he groaned in the spirit and wept. Uh, sir, why are you weeping? He said, I'm emotional about it. Can't you see my people are crying? I want to cry with them. Let me cry first before I wake Lazarus up. That's to tell you the intensity of God's love for that family. They were precious to him. Put it there. Put it there. So that you know it's in the Bible. John 11, verse 35 and 36. Put it there. Let's see it. See how much God loves us. His banner over us is love all the time. And the unbeliever, they are always amazed that he loves us so much. Put it on John 11, 35. Quickly, quickly, quickly. 35 and 36. Jesus wept. Jesus wept. Why is he weeping? Then said the Jews, behold, how he loved him. How he loved him. This is to tell you who Jesus is graphically. Anytime you pass through pain, it's touch. Anytime you feel pain, it's touch. Anytime you cry, he wants to cry with you. And there's no way this man will not enjoy glory because Jesus loved him. No wonder that sickness was not unto death. Say, my friend, come out. Lazarus, come out. They say, see how much See how dear he was to him. See how dear. See how much God loves him. This month, everyone that look at you will know that God loves you. The love of God will radiate over your life. He will answer your prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say the loudest amen. amen. Say the loudest amen. amen. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6. Thanks be to God. Oh, glory be to God. That has accepted us as the beloved. Are you a beloved of God? Are you sure you are beloved? How many of you are sure that you are beloved of Christ? That you are special to God? That God can never allow any evil to happen to you? Come on, shout amen. amen. Please, let us do a love challenge. Don't let any unbeliever ever feel superior before you this month. And tell you that God loved them. Do you know all believers are very bold? They will tell you, I want to ask you all along. All of them are 
Ekan mo kekiri adugbo kile ni. Awata se ologan. Somebody was giving me testimony. He said, "Pastor, do you know I never pray for this?" And God did it for me. Lati bere aye mi. Awon kan ti be n gbadura fun. Ologan mo nse fun mi ni. I said, "Eh, se bi wa la la riwa laju akolon to se abi." It was a challenge. And I say, God, even what I don't pray for, beginning from now, you'll be doing it for me. Yes. You say, you love them that love you. And I love you. So I should be loved by you. I should be loved. Wherever you go, order we see the love of God over your life. Amen. I pray for you this month. No unbeliever will pity you. Amen. They will celebrate you and thank God for his love over your life in Jesus' name. Just to round up because we are having a family meeting today. I'm going to read Colossians chapter 3, verse 18 and 9. It's also talking about love between husband and wife. Okay, let me read it so that we can hear. Colossians chapter 3, verse 18 and 19. Anytime we talk about love, we are talking about the expression of Christ and the church. And at times, family is a symbol of love. Your children are watching you. Most children that misbehave today is from the family. When the father is not representing the love of Christ and the mother is not showing the love of God, the family becomes dysfunctional and the children begin to behave abnormally. And this is what the Bible says. Wives, submit yourself unto your own husband as it is fit in the Lord. That's how to remain in love. Wife, submit. Submit. That's what God says. And look at verse 19 for the husband. Husband, love your wives and be not bitter. Ah, when I read this, I said, God, what is this? He said, you men, you do, they do angry. God said, don't be bitter. No matter what happened, never you be offended. God asked me to speak that this morning. I don't know the husband that is bitter this morning. He said, when you are writing up about the love of Christ, put this one there. Tell them, I told you, if you are somebody that is bitter, as I'm preaching now, you forgive. God says, never you be. And when God says you should not be bitter, God knows you can do without bitterness. God knows as a husband, you can do without bitterness. What should I do? You accept your wife the way she is. Stop complaining. They say I've come again. I've come again. Nobody should be bitter. Nobody. Because bitterness will never allow your glory to shine. You must not be bitter. You are not God. And God say, Men, husband, don't be bitter. Don't be bitter. Don't you be me no. Don't be. You can live without bitterness. You can be happy. You can be happy. You can be happy. Wife, submit yourself. Brother boy, you're me calling Now, what I'm saying this morning, listen, 
God wants us to live a life of glory. And there are three ways to live a life of glory. You have to live in love. You have to be happy. And the easiest way to live in love as a man, don't be bitter. Have a large heart. Don't be bitter. Husband, love your wife and don't be bitter against them. Don't be. That's an instruction. Must never be bitter. Wife, submit yourself to your own husband. And the beautiful thing about it is, is you not say, wife, submit yourself to husbands. To what? Your own. Your own. Your own husband. Your own. You have one husband. You have one. One. That law is easy. It's easy. Your own husband. You have your own. Your own. Your own. As it is fit in the Lord. So that love can reign in the house. God wants love to reign in every home. God wants love to reign. And the easiest way love reign, your own husband is your crown, is your joy, is your tea, is your hate to him. <laughs> so check. It's your sweet potato. Your own husband. So the Bible says you should submit to that ATM machine. To that. <laughs> submit. You have to submit. Every woman should now to press the body of ATM. And the code is submission. <laughs> Your own. I've told you, the easiest way money fly is through love. I've told you, the easiest way. That's what I'm preaching today. The easiest way. I know quite a lot of you. Before you know it, why don't you say anything? Pink card. I mean, money did you have, madam? Husband, please don't be bitter. Husband, look at my fashion here. Love your wife. Do not bring trouble to them. Don't bring. Another one said, don't be bitter. Now, don't bring trouble to your wife. Don't say, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. If you bring trouble to her, we will make you happy. Love must reign in every house. Live in his love. Live in his inheritance. And live a victorious life. Stand on your feet and let us pray. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I'll live a victorious life in the mighty name of Jesus. This trouble will soon pass over me. I will overcome this challenge. I will enjoy grace. It shall turn for me for a testimony. This sickness is not unto death, but unto life. I will enjoy grace. In the mighty name of Jesus, in this month of glory, I'm going to live a victorious life. In the name of Jesus. In the precious name of Jesus. In the precious name of Jesus. 
in the precious name of Jesus. Victory, victory, victory for me. Always, at all time, every day, in the month of June, I will enjoy victory. I will live victory. Lord, don't let me be put to shame, Lord. Lord, give me victory over my enemy. Don't let my enemy rejoice over me. Help me to triumph. Triumph, Lord. This month, in the name of Jesus, Lord, give me victory. Lord, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Let this situation turn for a testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Egyptians that I see today, let me see them no more forever. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let me see them no more forever. In the name of Jesus. Are you praying at all? Go ahead and pray to the Lord. And say, Lord, I enjoy victory over every attack. I enjoy victory over every affliction. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to win against death. I will win against attack. I will win against affliction. Because God has given me victory. I will live a victorious life. In the mighty name of Jesus. I will not be involved in a mortal accident. In the name of Jesus. Victory over every attack. Victory over every arrow. Victory. Victory in life. No arrow formed against me shall prosper. In the name of Jesus. Please open your mouth. To reign in life you have to live in victory. I'm going to live in victory. I will sing a song of victory. I will always sing a song of victory. In the mighty name of Jesus. God always causes me to win. I'm going to win. I will enjoy supernatural victory. This month in the name of Jesus. I will enjoy supernatural victory. Victory, victory. Victory at all time. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we have prayer. Raise your hands so I will say father. As I come to you. Give me my inheritance. In Christ Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Don't let me live like an orphan lord. Give me my inheritance. You are the one that maintains my lot. You are the one that keeps my inheritance. Lord help me to enjoy my inheritance in Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. My inheritance of favor. My inheritance of job. My inheritance of prosperity. You have called me. So that I can inherit the blessing. I want to inherit the blessing. The blessing you showed to Abraham. The blessing you gave to Isaac. The blessing you gave to Jacob. I am part of that blessing. Help me to inherit my blessing. I want to inherit my blessing. The blessing of favor. The blessing of dominion. Lord, help me to inherit my blessing. Go ahead and pray for your inheritance. And say, Lord, I will not live like an orphan. A good man live an inheritance for his children and his children's children. Help me, Lord, to enjoy inheritance from you. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Because I belong to God, He will love me forever. Raise your hands to everyone. Say, I belong to God, and He will love me forever. He will not stop loving me. He will show me love throughout this month. In the mighty name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray and say, Because I belong to God, 
No if will befall me. You say you love them that love you. I know you love me. You cannot change your mind. You love me with all your heart. You love me so much. You will show me favor because you love me. You say with everlasting love you have loved me. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I receive grace to enjoy affection from heaven. To be conscious of the love of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I receive grace to enjoy your love and to live in your love. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Quoted Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 7, sometimes ago, at a place where I was called to preach, and somebody said, Sir, are you sure it's in the Bible? I said, Turn to it now. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 7 said, The Lord will love you. He said, And he will bless you. And he will multiply you. And he will fulfill what he has said concerning you. Put on verse 13. Put on verse 13. Verse 14. He said, And he will give you his love. This is his to read. The Lord will give you his love. In the month, in the month of uh, June, the Lord will give you his love. Are you saying amen very well? Amen. That is more than enough. The Lord will give you his love, blessing you and increasing you. Amen. He will send his blessing on your offspring and the fruit of your land, amen. your grain and your wine amen. and your oil and the increase of your cattle. And the young flock in the land which he has to give, give your fathers. Listen. Listen. When you are loved by God, you are blessed. When you are loved by God, you are blessed. If God shows you his love, there's nothing anybody can do about it. When God loves you, you become an enviable person. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, according to your word, give me your love. In the mighty name of Jesus. Because of your love, let me have greater blessing than anybody around me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Are you praying? Because you love me. Lord, don't let anybody pity me. How can you allow somebody you love for them to be pitying? Let nobody pity me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, because you love me, bless my work bless my family bless my children bless everything i lay my hand upon he said the lord will love you lord because you love me let my prayer be answered lord because you love me let me live an enviable life lord because you love me let me live a life of glory in this month of june open your mouth and pray because you love me lord help me to rejoice throughout this month some of you are not praying. Lord, because you love me, let me enjoy your glory. Let my life be set to. Let it not be confused in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Everybody, raise your right hand to heaven. This is the last prayer we're going to pray right now. This church service. You are going to pray. If you are married, you are going to say, Lord, let your love reign in my house, in my home. If you are not married, you are going to say, Lord, let your love reign in my heart. Shed it in my heart. You are praying now for everybody. Lord, I want to feel your love in my home, in my family. Let it reign supreme like never before. Let your love reign in my heart. I 
I don't know which one concerns you more. I want to feel your love. The Bible said the love of God has been shed abroad in our heart. I want to feel your love for me. Let your love reign in my heart. I don't want to feel lonely. I don't want to feel abandoned. I don't want to feel that I'm not loved. Let your love reign in my heart. Go ahead and pray. Lord, let your love reign in my heart. Let your love reign in my home. Let it reign abundantly. I want to see love like never before. Let it reign in my home. Let your love reign in my heart. Let your love reign in my home. Let your love reign in my heart. Let your love reign in my home. Let it reign to the extent that other people will envy me. Let your love reign, Lord. Let it reign. Let it reign. Let your love reign. In the name of Jesus. Let's raise our hands to heaven in worship. Give him thanks for his love, for what he has done. Go ahead and begin to thank you for the month of glory. You live in victory. your hands to heaven the one you save the one you love 
the world you die for has come to worship you this month has come to thank you for a brand new month the one you save the one you love the one you die for has come to worship you savior savior worship him this morning. I've come to worship you, my lover, my king, my glory. Lord, I thank you. The one you love has come to worship you. The one you love has come to worship you. Ah, the one you love has come to worship you. Now raise your hands to heaven. Father, let your glory shine. Let prayer be answered. Give your people victory. Whatever represent the Egyptians, Lord, in their life, beginning from today they will see them no more forever Amen. Lord deal with whatever represents their trouble Amen. fight their battle for them make your people more than conqueror in the mighty name of Jesus Father enlarge their coast cause the desolate city to be inhabited Give them their inheritance. This month, let your people enjoy prosperity. Thank you, Father. Take all the glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Please, let's clap our hands together for him. Hallelujah. Please be seated. God bless you. Oh, me.